Welcome back, my friend. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network, where we continue with your help to break the cycle of fake news. Talking about fake news, I think the uh, 60 Minutes CBS piece about me just came out as well, and uh, they were uh, interviewing myself and a few other people at Red Pill Roadshow and QCon, trying to set us up and got you questions to make the Q movement look crazy, of course. And I just put that clip up if you missed it. Uh, so without further ado, here we go, diving into the Q posts. Okay, so we left off at 4741, talking about just the past seven days of, as of yesterday of all of these different attacks against Q. Even Nancy Pelosi is calling it poison now and trying to shame Facebook into doing more censorship. Ugh, anyway, it's not like they can do much more anyway. All they can do at this point is just fully ban all of us. And when they do that, they know and we know they're going to lose half their audience. They're going to lose. Those businesses are going to go bankrupt. Uh, they are going to get such a hit. And remember, we already have evidence for this. Get woke, go broke has already happened, not only to many companies out there, but including to YouTube. They just lost billions of dollars in the last few years because of all the censorship for their parent company, Alphabet. And I've already covered that in past videos. So I'm digressing, but moving on to the now. 4742, we have a tweet from John Solomon. Let's see what he has to say. Breaking Senate report slams Bidens for conflicts of interest, flags possible criminal activity. GOP-led investigation cites evidence of Burisma bribe, suspicious foreign money transfers, and sex trafficking. Holy shit. Excuse me. Um, I didn't think we'd be seeing a link between Biden and sex trafficking that quickly, but all right. Political leaders, Q says, um, we'll, we'll just start at the beginning here. Political leaders plus family follow. He wants you to follow the family because they always, they're not very bright about the way they do their corruption. They'll go once removed to a, uh, a wife or a son or a daughter or brother or sister or a parent. Uh, rarely will they even need to go further than that, right? Because they know no one is looking at them and they never thought she would lose. So uh, if you go and you look at the family members of all of the corrupt people in power, especially the ones that are the most vocal against Trump, Corruption, 100% of the time, I will bet you. Okay, so we're at that point. This is a known, um, it is a known playbook for politicians, just like the foreign aid scam was a known way to line your pocketbook. You give Soros and China and Ukraine a bunch of money and you get a little bit of it back. And frankly, for the billions of dollars that we're shelling out, these people did not ask enough money. I mean, you shouldn't sell out your country to begin with. But to sell out the greatest country on the planet and all of our freedoms and all the damage they're doing to people for a few measly millions of dollars, scumbags and their cheap whores. So Q says attacks barrage by media signify what? Sex trafficking, safeguarding women and children, topics that unite all political factions against a common enemy, faith in humanity, those you are taught to trust the most. So now we're seeing sex trafficking linked to Biden. This, this will become a political issue by uh, election day, I think. Crimes against humanity, 4743 over here, in all caps, crimes against humanity. 4744, Justice Department link. Let's check this out. The Justice Department unveils proposed Section 230 legislation on behalf of the administration. Oh my. 
Quote, for too long, Section 230 has provided a shield for online platforms to operate with impunity. Continuing, let's see what he has to say. Ensuring the that the internet is a safe but also vibrant, open, and competitive environment is vitally important to America. We therefore urge Congress to make these necessary reforms to Section 230 and begin to hold online platforms both accountable, both when they unlawfully censor speech and when they knowingly facilitate criminal activity online. So this goes for two ways, folks. Not only will they be in trouble for the child porn that they're not tracking down and stopping, uh, we keep catching on YouTube and other places, uh, not only will they be responsible for the Antifa and BLM violence that's being organized and perpetuated and spread across their platforms, just look at Twitter with all the blue check marks wanting to burn it down if Trump decides to do his job and nominate a new Supreme Court justice, you have to look no further than that. So they're going to get held accountable for the insurrection because their platforms are how these, well, rioters and terrorists are using uh, to organize, right? They're using the social media and they're using encrypted apps like Telegram and others and Signal. Okay, so continuing um, the proposal, he says here, uh, makes clear that when interactive computer services willfully distribute illegal material or moderate content in bad faith, Section 230 should not shield them from the consequences of their actions. So what am I going to do with this? I'm going to send this to Todd McMurtry, the super lawyer, and say, hey, Todd, when this goes through, I think we're ready to sue Google and YouTube because we've been waiting with the stop bit burning movement. If you guys are not aware of that, there are hundreds of us YouTubers ready to, to have a class action lawsuit radio show hosts, authors, censored Christians, censored anti-vaxxers, censored alternative health people, censored Q people, censored MAGA people, censored everything. Okay, we're all there, and or at least hundreds of us are there, and it'll grow very quickly after that point. And folks, we are ready to take our stand. We've been waiting for Section 230 to be pierced so we could make this lawsuit happen. And when that happens, they are going to fall apart, as Q has said, under the weight of their own corruptions. So continuing from there, we have 4745. Remember that picture of flashback over to uh, uh, Fox News report that just briefly talked about page 294 when Hillary Clinton and foundation, the Clinton Foundation and crimes against children came up, but then they never said anything else about it. Wasn't that weird? Well, not that weird because it happened, okay? Fox News is just not on our side. They like to cover things up. And that came out when the Wiener laptop came out, which was also covered up. We just had yesterday, it broke, that the agent who actually got the laptop was told to squash it and delete everything, okay? We had Loretta Lynch calling and threatening the local police, saying they were going to go after them for all sorts of things from, from uh, well, just like you're seeing it now. They're going to prosecute police for things that were not wrong, for doing the right thing, make a big political hit out of it, and put cops in jail for defending people or for defending themselves, right? Or for enforcing the law. That's the kind of threats that Loretta Lynch was using to intimidate police out of showing the world what they found on that laptop about Hillary Clinton. 4746, let the truth be told. Political spying, illegal, less than 1%. Have faith in humanity. 4747, here is a flashback to February 6th of this year, when Q had mentioned crimes against humanity. This is post 3837. And he says, bigger than you can imagine, 
more than selling of state secrets, more than selling of U.S. security, of military tech, of CI assets, of NSA bulk data collection programs, of uranium. Remember Hillary with the Uranium One? More than selling of U.S. space, national security programs and positions, more than the selling of U.S. aid, which was going mostly to Soros. Some of it was coming back to Biden's. More than the selling of SAPs, which are above top secret classified secret access programs, okay? Uh, Q says here, crimes against humanity, when you cannot destroy and defeat the United States of America by attacking head on, you change tactics and deploy a kill from within internal operation. Financial and economy, military police, division of citizenry and border collapse. You install like-minded leaders in key positions of the U.S. government. How many have been removed from the FBI had Iranian uh, family backgrounds like Stroke, like Lisa Page, remember those? The silent war continues. These are traitors. And then, again, bigger than you can imagine. Now, this is an Anon posting this, but Q is uh, posting that Anon's post, so he's referring back to it. Now, 4748, here we have a New York Post Senate report links Hunter Biden to trafficking ring. A little bit more info on that. Senate report links him to trafficking ring, and I would not be surprised. Uh, he's a pretty disgusting human being. His... Uh, Hobbies, I guess, include snorting coke and hanging out at strip clubs, getting women pregnant, and then bailing on them. Hunter Biden sent that. That's when he's not selling out our country and, and arranging meetings with his dad for billions of dollars to China. So Hunter Biden sent, quote, thousands of dollars, end quote, to people who appear to be involved in the sex industry. Uh, yeah, because he kept buying prostitutes, probably. Um, quote, the records also note that some of these transactions are linked to what appears to be an Eastern European prostitution or human trafficking ring. Wow. Wow. The allegations are contained in a footnote to a section of the report that details potential criminal concerns and extortion threats involving the son of Democrat presidential nominee and former Vice President Joe Biden and other members of the Biden family. It also cites, quote, extensive public reporting concerning Hunter Biden's alleged involvement with prostitution services. Wow. So it's getting there, folks. We are actually getting pretty darn close. And, and at this point, Biden is his own weak link. But if we had to pick the weakest link, it may be his son. Sorry, I had a, an interruption there. He's he's just kind of a, a uh, Joe Biden's just kind of a useless old fool. And he's tottering around and no one really considers him to be that bad of a threat, even though I think he's a pedophile. I think he's been caught on camera multiple times, rubbing children against his genitals, touching their breasts against their permission, things like that. Dozens of times, maybe hundreds of times. It's fairly well known about Joe Biden. And I think that's pretty damn bad. It's probably worse than having a prostitute that you pay for sex, okay? Probably a lot worse. But from optics, if we're standing back from a 30,000 foot perspective and we're looking at the optics, Joe Biden is a harder target to bring down than his son, Hunter Biden. Now. Hunter could bring down both of them, and I mean bring them down in terms of optics and support from even the left, right? Because human trafficking, supporting victims of, of that, those are things that the, the left should be against, and many of them will be. So here we have a 4748. Uh, Q says, no media coverage. Why? The same people who control the media are the same people who are part of the evil and corrupt system. That's a question system of control, crimes against humanity. You are not meant to think for yourself. You are not meant to challenge their power and control. Obey and accept. Illusion of democracy. Illusion of freedom. Why does the media push division? Why does the media incite violence? 
Why does the media pit race versus race? Why does the media pit religion versus religion? Why does the media pit sex versus sex? Why does the media pit class versus class? Because divided you are weak. Divided you are weak, folks. Divided you fight each other. Divided you pose no threat to their system of control. Unity is strength. Unity is power. Unity is humanity. Controlled media plays a major role in shaping the narratives to keep you powerless and helpless and asleep, unaware of the truth. Enemy of the people. Enemy of humanity. Here we have a tweet from CBS. Let's check this one out. Q says, everyone has a choice to make and against all enemies, foreign and domestic. <gasps> oh my God. This is the one that I already saw. I'm in this. Oh my God. This is so cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to play this for you guys. Enjoy. Followers of a fast-growing conspiracy group called QAnon could have a significant influence in the upcoming election. QAnon first surfaced back in 2017. Now it maintains that President Trump is leading a war against liberal elites who, according to QAnon, are running a global sex trafficking network, including some very famous people. Now there is zero evidence, zero, that any of this is true. Tonight's episode of 60 in 6 takes an inside look at QAnon. 60 and 6 features 60-minute style storytelling in episodes that last around six minutes or so. It airs on the streaming app Quibi and is produced by CBS News, which is part of a Viacom CBS, an investor in Quibi. 60 and 60 correspondent and founder of Dot 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 Media, <laughs> Dot 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 Media, that's Lori Siegel, spoke with leaders of the movement. Dustin Nemos is a part of the QAnon community. And it's also how he makes a living. This is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network. Nemos posts on his YouTube channel several times a week, sometimes several times a day. Should we talk a little bit about COVID? And, and considers himself a seeker of truth in a fake news world. COVID is the biggest lie fake news has ever told. How can you say that when you look at the numbers? Well, um, I don't trust the numbers, first of all. In New York, they supposedly had hashtag war zone hospitals. I had friends and, and audience members going out there with their cell phones saying it's a ghost town. No one's here. You're talking to someone who is in New York. You're talking to a, a crew of folks who, uh, who experienced a lot of this firsthand. Well, why were the hospitals empty when, when these people went there? You, you saw it on YouTube. We saw it in, in real life. Uh, we, well, we saw it from you. We heard, heard your version, no offense, we don't trust you guys. As someone who was in New York City in the height of COVID, yes. who had friends in the hospital, I can tell you it just as simply isn't true. We had whistleblower nurses who went into this and exposed what was happening. Hospitals were actually monetized and incentivized to lie about COVID patients. What um, evidence do you, do you have besides online speculation? There's, there's uh, months now of documented evidence for this. What kind? Uh, Various articles, uh, the Gateway Pundit, Zero Hedge has put out many what of them. What kind of article? Nemos News Network, if you want to go search That's your network. The, absolutely. I've been covering this since the beginning, so I've covered every bit of it. You know, uh, more than 200,000 Americans have died since the pandemic. I know CBS has been reporting on these deaths and has knowledge firsthand. So obviously a pretty tense exchange there. You see, we're almost living two different versions of the truth, Gail. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious about how you kept your face on straight, Lori. But I am wondering, how did they gain so many followers based on all of these false theories? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, this movement is growing so quickly, and you have this mysterious figure Q who drops these predictions online, and people are really, really following this. And, and you know, I think it's actually a perfect storm. You have the disenfranchisement on, of people. You have this pandemic where people are turning online, and then you also have this growing distrust of mainstream media. You have the coining of fake news. You have misinformation spreading online, and it really has created a perfect storm that's led to Q. Yeah, it's, it's it's very frightening. What are some of the main misconceptions? You know, I, I think this is something we can't ignore. I've covered internet movements my whole career for the last decade, and this is unlike anything I've ever covered. These aren't just people who are in the, their mom's basement, right? This is pe this is a movement people really find appealing. You know, you have nearly a hundred state and congressional candidates that are circulating the messages of Q. Twenty nine have won primaries. Being on the ground, you begin to really understand that people are, you know, looking for some type of leadership, looking for something different. They're almost forming their own political party online. So I really don't think we can ignore this. And I don't think we can ignore how quickly this is spreading. Mm. And when they circulate the messages that you speak of, what are the political implications of that? I mean, extraordinary uh, implications. When, when you're on the ground, one of the interesting things, Gail, is when, when we were in this rally, and it was a pretty intense environment with the media, you know, they're filming you as you're filming them because they distrust uh, the media. But I think the big question is what's going to happen when we head towards the election, uh, and will they accept the results? You know, I actually spoke to a lot of folks inside the rally. Listen to what they said. President Trump's going to get reelected. What if he's not reelected? Oh, he's going to be reelected. What if he's not reelected? If President Trump is not reelected, then that's for the American people to decide if the elections were fair. I think there's going to be a lot of very angry Americans that he wasn't reelected. It won't happen. The only way it'll happen is with your vote fraud, not your their vote fraud. So what happens if he doesn't? Then the military will probably step in. The question is, will this online movement move offline? And I think that's what a lot of us are wondering, and a lot of experts who are looking at this are wondering, and will they accept results regardless? And I think that's what I really heard on the ground, because one of the things to note about QAnon is Donald Trump is really that guiding force. They look for cues and signs in anything Trump tweets and anything he says, Gail. And who is Q, Lori? Are you able to figure out who is it, male, female group? Who is this person? Or group. Right. I had I had this question. I was like, you, you know, everyone is talking about Q and going on and on about, you know, these predictions that haven't come true. And what's interesting is no one knows who Q is. Uh, Q is. Uh, and when you go into these groups, a lot of these folks, they don't want to know who Q is mm -hmm. uh, and, and they're not interested in that. And so Q is this mysterious figure who's posting, and it could be one person, it could be many people who's posting these predictions. And, and so it's almost, you know, I, I put it like this, it's almost the gamification of conspiracy theories, where it's like these people believe in doing their own research and looking up their own stuff. And down the rabbit hole of the internet, they can find truth in anything. And they don't know who Q is, All nor right. do they care. All right, Lori, thank you very much. You can watch Lori's full story today on 60 and 6 on the mobile streaming app Quibi. Ah, that is so cool. Um, you know, they, they tried their best to get me, but I'm hard to get in a gotcha question, frankly. I, I have a little bit of pride about that because, you know, it's difficult for fake news to set me up. All right. It, it really is because I, I've, I know most of the answers and I'm not the kind of person that you can easily manipulate like that. I, I've got a background in debate, but I just want to say thank you to Q for posting that and thank you to everyone who has helped to support this movement and this channel, but the whole movement of Q. I mean, we are all in this together. 
And I mean, who's Dustin Nemos? I'm nobody without you guys supporting us and making us a new station. All right, we couldn't have done any of this without you and without Q. So I don't take credit for that. You guys have put me here to do a job and I'm gonna do it to the damnedest best of my ability. So continuing from there, we have another post now. Uh, actually, first, everyone has a choice to make against all enemies, foreign and domestic. That's for the rest of 4749. 4750, who controls, wields significant influence in regards to the Clinton Democrat Party? WikiLeaks, Clinton emails, WikiLeaks emails. There's a bunch of them right there. Let's check these out. One is from Lona Valmoro, Valmoro to Hillary Clinton. Okay, 3-4-2012, unclassified U.S. Department of State case, release in full. And this is a Valmoro U at state.gov. Yes, on Soros. Jeff is here April 25th to 27th and on my radar screen for DC meeting. Right, and this is um, from Huma Appadin here to, uh, or Hillary, I guess, to um, Valmora with a CC to Huma. <laughs> I would like to see George Soros, who may have asked for an appointment, and Jeff Skoll, who runs the Skoll Conference at Oxford. I haven't attended. Jan Piercy knows how to reach him. Well, you're asking for Soros by name specifically, not that we needed that evidence because we have our own video talking about how she supports George Soros, even introducing him on stage when he talked about how he was gonna interfere with our elections. I've reported on all that in the past. Maybe you remember it. So here's another one. Unrest in Albania from HROD17. That's Hillary Rodham Clinton, probably. Uh, Sullivan JJ at state.gov. Okay. Subject, unrest in Albania. How? Okay, how do you think the press conference went? Um, way back down here. This email isn't classified. Here he is. Below messages from George Soros for the secretary. Understand his organization was sending through other channels as well. Rich. Oh, no, that's someone else. And then here we go. Jonas, dear Hillary. Or just dear Hillary. Because that's they didn't put a divider here. So, okay. A serious situation has arisen in Albania, which needs urgent attention at senior levels of the U.S. government. You may know that an opposition, blah, blah, blah. This is a lot. But it's signed by George Soros. Okay, so we know that they were in touch. We can prove it. So, continuing... Who wields significant influence and control over Obama, the Hussein Democrat Party? Here we go. Here's another Clinton emails from WikiLeaks. Let's see. Going down to the bottom, probably better. Talking about Soros right there. Yep. It's probably another Soros. This is 2H. Heard about yesterday. Also, Pelosi told Democracy Alliance, when I go to the White House, I feel like FM dealing with this junior senator from Illinois. Um, George Soros tells progressive donors Obama might not be the best investment. Ooh. Let's see. Mr. Soros fully supports the president as the leader of the Democrat Party, said Vacon. He was not suggesting that we seek another candidate for 2012. His comments were made in a private, informal conversation that was about the need for progressive to be more forceful in promoting their agenda. He was stressing the importance of being heard by elected officials. Yeah, I'm sure he wants to be heard. So, dissatisfaction with the Obama administration was not limited to Soros's private gatherings with donors. Oh, so I guess he wasn't giving Obama enough of that money, right? So he wasn't happy with him. Um, 
So anyway, continuing, we know that they were in touch. We know that they were communicating and they were talking about influence and access. So different factions of foreign primary control. So we've always sort of noticed that communist uh, bent from Hillary, and we've always kind of noticed that Muslim communist bent from Obama, right? So there are factions within the Democrat Party, and I've talked about this briefly. An example, Sharia supporting Islam, like an Ilan Omar, versus uh, perhaps your average LGBT Democrat supporter, or even a Jew. Uh, one party that's a Democrat wants to kill the other one, which is also a Democrat, or stone them to death, or throw them off a roof, or whatever it is that Sharia law Muslims do to gays or Jews. It's usually not pretty. Um, so continuing, who paid Hussein's Harvard Law degree? I believe off the top of my head that that had something to do with uh, Saudi Arabia, if I'm not mistaken. Who financed Hussein's political life? It was actually Prince Al-Walid, I think, right? Yep, right here. Q says it. Prince Al-Walid bin Talal. Remember, the one who owns a big chunk of Twitter, the one who was arrested, lost a big chunk of his fortunes uh, during that swamp-draining deep state purge in Saudi Arabia after President Trump went for a visit. Why are Hussein's school's records under seal? Competing factions, each with a horse in the race, seeking direct White House control, U.S. military, plus trillions of overseas transfer of U.S. taxpayer funds, all working together, coordinated, infiltration, not invasion. V underscore HA. That's interesting. So the V is separate in its own box, and then uh, underscore HA is, uh, that might have been intended to be a box. I don't know. We'll see if he corrects it or not. Um, what happens to U.S. taxpayer funds transferred overseas under guise of aid, military climate, etc.? U.S. taxpayers funding the destruction of America. And I've talked about this many times in the past as well. And we have one more post so far. Here we have a, uh, a Pat Brown, Governor Brown, um, and also Jerry Brown, also a governor before. And we have Pelosi's, Newsom's, and Getty's all connected bloodlines right here. Four families, three generations, all the way down to pedophile Gavin Newsom. At least I think he's a pedophile, especially after I busted pedophile symbolism intentionally placed into his Twitter background and he took it down. Certainly, I'm a little suspicious. So continuing from there, um, I think that's actually it for the queue. I'm going to go do a different video and I will come back and do another queue video as necessary. I had to fly through this. I'm very excited and I'm also, frankly, hurting. Um, I've got my ice pack, right? But that's only good for so far. I, I've got a surgery that I'm still recovering from. I'm not supposed to be at the desk. I'm too excited and there's too much to talk about. So I'm gonna go rest afterwards, but you guys enjoy this. I, I hope you found it to be of some value. I hope that it has left you optimistic. I have never been so sure about Q than right now. And I've always been certain about Q, at least for the last year or so, I've been pretty damn certain. So uh, I'm convinced. I hope that you are open to it. And uh, if not, it doesn't matter if you believe in Q. If you support Trump and you're against pedophiles, I think everything else is going to work out. This is Dustin Nemo signing off. Oh, and I didn't plug. If you want to support this channel, please do so. You can do that by going to our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. You can join uh, our, our subscribers list and donate. Uh, you can donate one time or repeating at nemosnewsnetwork.com donate. And we have many sponsors that you can shop with at nemosnewsnetwork.com sponsors. And uh, companies like Red Pill Living, products like Time Stop, the Beauty Cream, the, the Body Lotion. We have the liposomal form of vitamin C and D, which, you know, Fauci recently came out and said, oh, I take vitamin C and D basically for, for COVID, right? 
I'm not going to tell you to take it for COVID because we know the fake news will come after me. But Fauci does, and he admitted it, and liposomal is the best, most absorbable form of vitamins in the world, period. It's like 30 times better than a regular dry vitamin because your stomach acid will not destroy it because it's a liposomal, it's wrapped in fat. Anyway, enjoy, uh, shop if you want, support if you want, share if you want, and I will see you guys on the next one. And thanks for cueing me again, Q. I appreciate that. I was fine until after the video stopped and I was like, ah, oh, it hurts again. I didn't feel any pain, I was so focused, but um, there's bonus round, there's more Q posts, so let's add that to this video. Here we go. Okay, and um, we have two more Q posts. Uh, first of all, I wanna remind you that 4742 John Solomon reports right here. Look at what happened immediately afterwards, 30 minutes or less later. 4752, here we have John Solomon on Twitter, already account suspended temporarily. I don't think it'll last long, but temporarily, uh, has been restricted because they don't want that truth out there and it is going viral. This is the moment when Biden gets linked to human trafficking. So 4753, Dopey, this is President Trump, Dopey Prince Al-Walid bin Dalal wants to control our U.S. politicians with daddy's money. Can't do it when I get elected, Trump 2016. This is, of course, from President Trump in December 11th of 2015 and it's called DJT for the win. So Donald John Trump for the win. Absolutely, and um, my heart goes out to everyone who gets censored, so thank you, John Solomon, for that. Um, you know, it's reaching up pretty high if it's reaching to that level. I mean, he's pretty well known. So censorship is now impacting all conservatives, at least the ones that are not on Fox, right? They're still censoring people that talk about George Soros. Now, even President Trump has recently agreed with me that Fox is the fakest news of all. So I've been saying this for years, but you have to go online. It doesn't mean that you have to go to me, but it means that you have to go online for the truth. You cannot trust the controlled media. The, the whole pipeline is dirty at this point. So you have to go around it. You have to clean the pipes. And President Trump and Q are doing the pipe cleaning, folks. The swamp is being drained and it is fighting back tooth and nail as it sinks below the murky waters. Um, so continuing on, I think that's it for now, but I'll check. That's it. Folks, I will see you on the next one. Um, Dustin Nemos out. We're winning. We really are winning.